Hello again to all of our listeners. Welcome to episode 5 of the Philly Food Truck Fanatic Working Title Podcast. Alex Knock and Dylan Yuska here. Dylan, what's going on? So today, Alex, we're going to first update our listeners on what has happened since our last episode. Many things have happened in the world. Yes. In the country, in the state, in the city, but you mean in the food truck landscape. Oh, yes. The food truck landscape in Philly is booming. Booming. Especially after that big Eagles win last Sunday. Going to the Super Bowl, baby. That's right. Anyways... Uh, last episode, we reviewed the Chinese food cart. Many good things to say about that. Great food cart. Yep. Really good. But since that time, we've had two big things happen that we've noticed in our, that from our previous episodes. Yeah. Number one. Number one, Center City is back. They're back. They took a hiatus, cold weather, holiday season, but now they are back at the corner of 17th and Market. Not too many people lining up out front, but... They are going strong. We thought we killed them with our episode one, actually. We were a mix of emotions. I was I was worried. I was upset. But then I thought, no, it's deserving. That's capitalism. Then I was back to being like, oh, I feel bad. They're nice people. But, you know, they're back. We'll see what happens. I don't think they'll be there forever. With smiles on their faces, though. They, they are they, still very nice people. Friendly people. Friendly people, despite the mediocrity of the food. And number two, Eero, uh, Gyro, Giro. I don't know how you say it. Yeah. Hero King is... We're not going to wade into the debate over pronunciation of gyro. Hero. Okay. Well, Hero King accepts Venmo. I definitely don't think it's Eero, though. It's Eero. It is Eero. I mean, it could be Hero, but it's not Eero. It's one of those things where I sound like an asshole if I say Eero, but it's you the do, right, way, you to, like it's the right way to say it. What are other things that fall into that category where you sound like an asshole if you say it correctly? <sighs> Can we come back to that? Here's one. So everyone says, this is my forte, like meaning my strength, mm. right? But it's a French word. It's pronounced fort. Fort. The E is silent. It's uh, French. You do sound like an asshole. You sound that. like, you would never say that though. Oh yeah, I'm really good at basketball. It's kind of my fort. <laughs> yeah. Strong defense. Yeah. So back to... What, wait, wait, one more. Niche versus niche. Do you, do you say niche? I think I say like niche. Okay, that's just weird. I think that's the correct pronunciation. But I'm staying strong with niche, even if I sound like an asshole. Let's get back to Juro King, or okay. whatever you said. So they accept Venmo, asshole. and this is a <laughs> this is a first. Wait, that, let's let's get that again. I I, I want to make sure our listeners heard that they accept Venmo now. Yes, Venmo. Wow, um, which we haven't seen at all. I've never come across that huge innovation potential for major disruption in the food cart space. Now, my question is, we have, we need to try this to see what the mechanics are like. You know, do they stand there and make sure that you Venmo? Do they give you the food before they receive the payment? Yeah, that's a good point. How does it work structurally? I don't know, and I didn't really think through that, uh, but we should we should try it. We'll follow we'll up. Back. Yeah, we'll follow up quickly with a brief update. Anything else going on that we need to report on before we dive into this week's episode? No, those are our two updates. Awesome. Well, uh, without further ado. Here we go. Here we go. This week, we are diving into the number one halal card in the city, 17th Street between Market and Chestnut. Does not have a name. Very generic halal card look, but the food is anything but. It will absolutely blow you away. Yeah, you can smell it from a mile. Just that sweet smell of sauce coming out of this cart. Uh, really just a staple of our diets. 
It absolutely is. I would say this is the dominant food group in my diet. This halal cart itself, we have been waiting to review it, and I'm I'm super excited, Dylan. Okay, cool. So, how long has this food cart been there? It's been there. I, I've been uh, employed in the area for about three years, give or take, and it's been there the entire time. Uh, it's a staple of that corner. Now, do we know anything about the guys who run it? Um... You know, for the amount of times that I've interacted with them, I don't know anything. I just know one guy went on vacation for right. like three weeks. Long vacation. Yeah. A little bit of a frightening vacation for me because I developed such a good relationship with him and had grown to appreciate his abilities in the Yeah. Talk. He just teased us but brought us back in and now we appreciate him even more. It's, it's one of those situations where you know someone for so long that there's an expectation that you know things about them. So at some point, you don't want to ask basic questions anymore. Oh, yeah. It's like the coworker that you always say hi to in the hallway, but you don't know their name. It's been a year and a half. You're not going to say, hey, we've said hi 400 times. What's your name? Mm -hmm. You've made my delicious food countless times. What's your name? Exactly. So we don't know their names. We don't really know the proprietary situation. We don't know if they're the owners or just operators, but they're great guys, super nice, super friendly. And they cook delicious food. And it's always the same pair, too, right? It's been consistent like that? It's been consistent like that for the last year or so. Uh, the newer guy used to be... Um, there was another guy operating it. He left. His second-in-command kind of shifted over to the first chair. And then a new guy was then brought in, mm, if that okay. makes sense. If the listeners could follow that uh, complicated stream. Of I never have, but maybe they can. <laughs> so... Uh, we've established that now, I mean, do you think we should just dive into the food at this point? Let, let's get right into the food. That's what the people want to hear, is us eating our lunches and talking about it simultaneously. Why right. else do you listen to this podcast? So let's do it. Alright, great. So Dylan, what did you get? Well, Alex, I got, uh, falafel over rice. Falafel over rice. So what we're looking at here is a yellow, uh, Long grain rice from yep. my average analysis. Yep. Um, Spot on. It's covered with uh, crushed up falafel. They crush it up on the spot so you can like kind of fork it with your plastic fork. Uh, cover it with lettuce and onions and cucumbers. I opted out of the tomatoes. And uh, I also, uh, pro tip here, I opted out of the vegetables because they are canned vegetables uh, that don't look too good. Right. So they add extra falafel in that case. Right. But Alex, what did you get? I got essentially the same thing with chicken in place of falafel. But same thing, over the bed of yellow rice, kind of a meek veggie salad to go on the side, some lettuce, tomatoes, cucumbers, onions, and then topped with two sauces, which really tie the dish together, a white sauce and a hot sauce. As we discussed in, I believe, episode three, which was our first halal cart, the white sauce Maybe more of a tzatziki sauce, red sauce, a hotter sauce. But, uh, you know, they offer it. I always accept. It's what they recommend, and it's what I recommend to our listeners as well. I think they really put it on every dish that comes out of their their cart. I think more than anything else, the sauces embody the flavor of the cart. Yeah. I mean, if you take away the sauce, it's just like another halal cart. Right. But I think what really differentiator is for this cart is that their sauce is sweet and it's flavorful. Absolutely. Uh, it's very consistent, too. Absolutely. Well, all of this talk has, has really just gotten me uh, going. Let's, let's <laughs> dive into this. Mm-mm-mm. Yum. And full disclosure, this is uh, our staple 
uh, cart. Right. That's a great point. Unlike most of the carts that we've reviewed on this podcast so far, this is one that we have been going to long before the idea of recording a podcast ever came into our heads. We love this place, and uh, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers out, but I, I think it's going to get some strong reviews. Yeah. It's uh, Thursday, and I've been here three times uh, for lunch this week. Um, what, what was the other place that you went to? I don't even know. It wasn't as good as this. So. But you just blocked the memory. Yeah. So let's. Uh, we sort of dove into the food a little bit. Let's get some more specifics on the price point. So, how much did yours cost, Dylan? So my falafel over rice, which yep. is the name, by the way. Falafel over rice. That's how you order. Yeah. Um, and then they'll guide you through the rest of the process. But right. my falafel over rice was five dollars, and this comes with uh, a hefty plate. Of this rice falafel mix with the vegetables and uh, bread, toasted bread on the side, which is um, I don't know what you would call this. Kind of a pita bread. It's it's the bread where they make their gyro uh, sandwiches if you choose to order them, which I do not necessarily recommend. Good pronunciation, but yes, that is uh, correct. And they give it a quick toast on their because uh, they have a grill. That's right. In their in their cart. That's right. Grill pressed. Yep. Yeah. And they're making the chicken uh, fresh. Yep. But the falafel is already pre-made. Right. And uh, included in the $5 price point is a soda. So my chicken over rice, exact same thing, $5. You can get lamb over rice for 5 bucks. If you want to upsize to a combo, which is chicken and lamb, you're going to be paying an extra dollar. But that price point does include a soda, which I am now cracking open. I recommend a ginger ale to our listeners. Settles the stomach. So, sponsored post. Overall, uh, the quantity, not a concern here. Huge amount of quantity for mm-hmm. the price point. Excellent value. You won't leave hungry. In all of our experience with food carts so far, this is the best value yeah. that you can get. Especially with this newfound discovery, because we only found out about the bread deal, which is included with the price of the dish today. You just ask them for some bread, and they say, sure, no problem. They give you the bread. They don't charge you for it. They're good guys. Yeah, they're really nice. Really nice on Philly fans. Good to see. They don't say much. They're not uh, talkers, really. They're not the most talkative, but you can tell they're good-natured. We've built a rapport over them, mm-hmm. with them, over many moons of uh, frequenting the truck. You know what's cool today? Since I've been there three times this week, they got recognized now. So he started uh, preparing the order first and asked me, falafel over rice? And I was like, yeah. And that was cool. Like, we had built that rapport. That's uh, awesome. I, well, he never remembers about, like, no tomatoes, but it's okay. It always feels good, no matter, you know, what line of business you're in. If you're going to a coffee shop that you frequent, it always feels good to feel like you're a regular. I think we've definitely uh, achieved that status at this cart, which is a testament to how good the food is. Mm-hmm. I think if uh, you've been listening to this podcast so far and you're skeptical about... Diving into the food cart game, this is uh, a great starter cart. It is. Uh, Honestly, the flavors are undeniable. And I'm trying to pinpoint, because I've had this so many times, what makes this so unique? And I really think, you know, the chicken is tender, the rice is good, the veggies um, add a good acidity, especially like the onions. But really, the sauces have this level of creaminess that it brings to the entire dish, which is so delicious. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the white sauce is that creaminess, and then 
uh, the hot sauce cuts right across that. Oh yeah, it, it, this is real hot sauce. It's like yin and yang in your mouth, but they recognize that it's spicy, so they're not going to overload you. Right. If you get the regular hot sauce amount, it's going to be the right amount of spice. Absolutely. And you could also get it lighter too, if you request it that way. And I think what you're hitting on is a key point with all of these trucks. If you're trying something for the first time, trust the people who are operating it, right? Mm-hmm. They know how to make the food that they're preparing. They know what people like. Just go with your gut. Trust them. Yeah. Um, and this is definitely their most popular dish, the chicken over rice. Oh, uh, without a doubt. This is the staple. Do you want to talk to the color of the chicken a little bit? Because we've talked about this in past episodes. It's The chicken um, has a little bit of a dull orange color to it, I think would be the best way to describe it. I was freaked out the first time I saw it. It does not look like your typical chicken. Um, what's responsible for the orange color, Dylan? Well, I think they just have, like, in some sort of sauce bath before, they marinate it in something before they grill it. That's exactly right. It, it's the pre-cooked, or I'm sorry, it's the before-cooking marinade that they use with the chicken, um, which gives it that color. Nothing to be freaked out about. You know, you can certainly, uh, bite into it and see that it's cooked through all the way. Mm-hmm. Never had any problems with illness from this car, from this car or any other, frankly. And uh, completely trust the quality of the food. Yeah, I think that really plays into why it's such a good starter cart, too, because we've had hundreds of meals here. Uh, never have seen a hair. Uh, never had problems with getting sick afterwards. Absolutely. Uh, do you have lethargy in the afternoon after? You eat it? Yes. Oh, okay. But I would say that I'm lethargic in the afternoon, but it's also driven by a longing for more. The best part of the day is already behind me. Once you're a politician, over. that was a nice twist. Thank you. Oh, I think a, a key tip for this, and maybe depending on the cart, any cart you go to, is really sh- giving it a good shake beforehand. That's right. And, um, and why is that important here? Well, you you. Uh, you have your sauces on the top layer initially, and if you want all of your rice to be covered by the sauces, you really got to shake thoroughly. That's exactly right. You want the sauce to seep into the entire dish because it really is the bedrock flavor of the meal. There's very few things that get me more excited during my workday than just a clump of this rice with just like sauce binding it together. I, I absolutely agree. You know, I would liken it to those who are a fan of... Uh, of South Asian or Southeast Asian cuisine, um, you know, the way a, a great Penang curry will seep into the rice below. It, it's just delicious. Huh. Alexa, how do you say G-Y-R-O? I pronounce that gyro. The text-to-speech is always improving, and I might not have it quite right. Wow. Interesting. So Alexa says gyro, but she's hedging her bets here. Yeah. She is not a perfect product. Don't ever say that again. (laughs) Well, you did get the first generation, so... This is so good. Mm Mm-hmm. It's just really so consistent too. You could you could have this multiple times a week and still love the flavors. It's it's one of those things. I, I think you feel the same way where you'll be sitting at your desk or at home and you just crave it. 
Yeah. It just comes over you. You know you got to have it. Yeah, you're right. And it's just you, an absolute craving. Thing. If you do get those cravings, uh, at, at what time of day and week can they be satiated? What are their hours, Dylan? Well, they don't do breakfast. They don't do breakfast. Uh, they don't do dinner. They don't do dinner. They only do lunch. They uh, are a lunch cart exclusively and a weekday lunch cart at that. Mm, good point. They are not around on the weekends. And if you're wondering, if that's not specific enough for you, what exact hours are lunch? I don't know exactly. Yeah. I don't camp out and watch them. It's probably it's probably 11 to 3, 11 to 3.30, something yeah, like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Um, I haven't been there earlier than 11.45. Right. But they were out there. And this cart actually has personal sentimental value to me as well. Oh, yeah. Why don't uh, you yeah, tell that story? This was my first foray into the food cart world. And you turned me on to it. Well, it was like maybe a year ago. Yeah. Uh, I was very skeptical. I've talked about this in the past. I was very skeptical about food carts and the quality. Um, but Alex swore by this, this food cart. Said it was the best food cart in Philly. Always went to this one. And uh, ever since that time, now it's probably been countless, dozens, uh, dozens of times that I've been here. Um, really... Uh, Really has introduced me to the game, and now we're here doing an entire podcast about food carts, exploring the many different faces of them. Absolutely, and that's both a um, an inspiring and a cautionary tale, right? I mean, I think for listeners hearing that, they can say, "Wow, I've never tried a food cart. Maybe I should get into the game, just like Dylan." At the same time, don't you dare produce a competing podcast to this one. We will crush you. Yeah, crush we will, you. We will serve you a cease and desist. Desist. That's right. But. Maybe we'll take some guest speakers from time to time. We would like to get these guys onto the podcast eventually. These are guys who we'd really love to interview. Um, they've been in the game for a long time. They obviously make a great product. They understand the business through and through. We'd love to really get behind the scenes and see what goes into the making of such a delicious product. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see if they own it, uh, how long they've been doing it, like what got them into food carts. That's right. Um because English is their second language, so they're not from the United States initially. I would love to hear about their story and right. how they... Their personal background, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I completely agree. How they got to making delicious um, tra- trays of styrofoam. Styrofoam trays of... Yeah, the styrofoam is really the key. <laughs> That's why why is styrofoam the key? It's not. <laughs> I was joking. Well, it does... Um, does help with the shaking, I'd say. You know, you really... It, yeah. It's a good container, everything. which I think is its primary function. Not but environmentally friendly at all. Really bad for the environment. Really bad. Which is why I reuse my container. Every time when I go there, I bring the old one and they just fill it up. Pro tip. Do not do that. I'm joking. <laughs> you know this bread? This yeah, that's the bread. That I'm having. You want some? I'll try, yeah, I'll try the bread. It's fine. Not something you'd spring for again. No, I'm probably not going to. Um, it does sort of have that um, raw pita taste. You yeah, it I does. Mean? It's yeah. not toasted enough. Maybe if you had like a popped in a toaster at work or something, it'd right. be better. Absolutely. But I think actually if they put like a cup of sauces on the side, the bread would be really good. Mm-hmm. You know, if you could dip that in. Yeah. And toast it some more. Yeah. So see if that's possible, listening. 
So Dylan, we're kind of nearing the end of our meal. Mm-hmm. What are some of your uh, summary thoughts? I mean, I think, um, you know, as our listeners have heard, we really like this place. But uh, do you have any concluding thoughts on the meal? Well, I would just say that it's as good as it's always been. And for me, this is near and dear to the heart, and it's the OG, uh, and it's the best one consistently. So I'm going to give this five stars out of five because this is the gold standard for me. Uh, If this can be matched, then I will be uh, highly impressed. I think that's our quest to see what else is out there. Dylan, I, I could not have said it better. This is the gold standard of food carts. Just like Dylan, if you have not tried a cart in Philadelphia, this is the place to go. Could not recommend it more. And it's really, you know, despite trying, we try a lot of different cuisines on this cart, uh, as many as are available in the food cart scene. But this is absolutely the best place that I've ever been to as a food cart. It is delicious. I will not stop coming back. And every time, excuse me. So don't try to stop you. Every time I'm eating at another cart, I think, man, is it as good as the OG halal cart? And that is a true testament to its quality uh, and its longevity. So uh, five stars for me as well. And with that, I think we'll uh, we'll wrap up episode five yeah. of the pod. Alex Noct and Dylan Yuska. We'll see you next time. So long. Bye, Alexa.